It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are seconds away from hearing the daily Locked On podcast you love, but I'd like to tell you about another podcast I think you'll like. Rejecting the Screen, hosted by NBA experts Noah Kozlov and Adam Stanko, features provocative interviews with NBA stars and unique perspectives from around the game. Subscribe to Rejecting the Screen wherever you get your podcasts. Greetings, Hoops Heads. Welcome to Locked On Warriors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's Wednesday, June 20th. I'm your host, Aliko Carter. Well, it has been a hell of a day for me. The day before the draft, Dwight Howard's a net, and they cleared two max slots. Insane. Miles uh, brought up a good point. A guy who's probably a first ballot Hall of Famer, three-time defensive player of the year, uh, was used as cap relief in this deal. First ballot Hall of Famer used as cap relief, the how the mighty have fallen. But of course, uh, his magic made the finals back in 2009. It's easy to forget that that is literally almost a decade ago. But yeah, it's been a hell of a day for me. I woke up to find my, um, my, my window broken. Uh, on my car, my back right window was smashed in. It rum- rummaged through all my all my stuff. Nothing of value in the car. Nothing visible in the car. You know, they just took an iPhone cord. It was great. It was an awesome morning. Can't bike. Can't drive. Running out of options here, people. I used to take the bus. The bus is actually not that bad. The bus is is uh, in the East Bay, and you know, I used to take Muni too. Mostly reliable, fast service, cheap compared to everything else. All you bus riders out there, I feel you. Whether you bus, bike, bart, or drive, you can get this podcast on iTunes, iOS, Google Play, Spotify, and LockedOnWarriors.com. Make sure you bookmark that page. You can also find us on Facebook, Locked On Dubs and Locked On NBA Net. I am Locked On Dubs on Twitter. I'm also Koji Tare, K-O-G-I-T-A-R-E. Locked On Warriors has an Instagram account now. Make sure you follow that, Locked On Dubs on Instagram. And last but not least, make sure that you are listening to Locked On NBA every single day for all of your draft and free agency news. Locked on NBA is where everything is going down. And definitely hit up some of those interesting teams' uh, podcasts. Locked on Hawks, for example. Number three overall pick, and who are they going to pick? Who should they pick? Locked on Hawks has the answers. The Warriors are shopping for a pick, according to Sports Illustrated. Buying a pick in the 30s for up to $5 million. The Warriors did spend $3 million to take the Chicago Bulls pick, number 38, I believe, and draft Jordan Bell, who played in the finals and showered himself in champagne and henny. He's been getting sent henny from everyone. He's autographing henny. 
Him and Henny need to get together. Never stop, never settle. Isn't that what the... It, it's the you know, I, I can't uh, get that stuff out of my head sometimes. And that's the way they want it, people. But anyway, yeah, $5.1 million for a pick in the 30s? They're upping the ante on how much good... How much faith they have in their people. They can just drop $5 million. Number one, they're making money hand over fist. You know, we know this. Uh, the gate receipts alone. Um, not to mention, you know, I mean, and it was short series and they're still making money hand over fist. You know, except for that one series that went seven and, and the Warriors did not have home court advantage. So they only played three home games. But to drop $5.1 million on a pick, it's almost like, the gregarious rich man coming through and like helping the poor downtrodden uh, Charlotte Hornets of the world. No offense, MJ, but teams that need the revenue sharing system to stay afloat. The Warriors are clearly not one of those teams. After they open their new stadium, they are going to be far and away the most valuable team in the NBA and one of the most valuable teams in the world at more than $4 billion. And that is a year and change away, people. It's probably going to open in the summertime, open with some concerts and stuff like uh, Barclays Center had Jay-Z back in 2012. I was in New York for that. Did not go to that show, but uh, plenty of games at the Barclays Center. It's kind of, um, it's an interesting place. It's like... I mean, it's a nice venue. It's got a couple of clubs inside of it. Like, you can just, like, get bottle service at Barclays Center while there's a game going on. I just don't understand why that's necessary. But uh, kind of cool for, I guess, concerts and stuff. You know, you pregame the concert at the club. And anyway, I digress. So back to the Nets. Have they become a destination? Maybe. I mean, you know, Brooklyn was trying to be a super team just a few years ago. And I will say New York is always going to be a Knicks town, I think. But, uh, you know, with a good team, Brooklyn will come out. I mean, there's two and a half million people who live in Brooklyn and millions more who have called Brooklyn home at some point in time who would be attracted to that. There was that report from... Was it Sports Illustrated? You know, I just, I see so many tweets, so many reports every single day. And, uh, you know, after working <laughs> a full, you know, day at my day job, I work at a foundation. Uh, just started, actually, um, two weeks ago at this pretty cool foundation. So, um, hooray for me. But I'm also recording this podcast for y'all. And trying to keep up with draft stuff. And we're going to get more into the draft in the second segment. I'll catch you on the other side of this break. Is there anything more craveable than the smell of McDonald's fries? If someone's hiding an order of fries, they're never hiding it well. It takes one whiff to trigger a fry craving that will only be satisfied the McDonald's way. So stand up if you would like to taste the smell of a McDonald's fry right now. Did you just stand? Because if you did, then you earned yourself a trip to the McDonald's drive through for your own steamy carton of crispy, golden goodness. Support for this podcast comes from Microsoft Surface. Introducing Microsoft Surface Laptop Go. 
Available in three colors, its thin light design, built-in HD camera, and touchscreen turns any space into your workspace. More at surface.com slash laptop go. So the NBA draft is tomorrow, and I have to say, as a personal fan of basketball, I don't particularly enjoy watching college basketball. I don't enjoy watching amateur basketball. I enjoy basketball at the highest level. You know, obviously, that means that I, you know, in 2000, you know, 7, 2008, it was 2008 that he set the world on fire, he being Stephen Curry, uh, in the tournament, leading Davidson to the Elite Eight, and just, you know, leading the nation in scoring. I mean, that's something really special right there, and I missed out on it because I don't like watching college basketball. And I still don't like watching it. I'm fine with watching highlights on YouTube, of Steph's magic from back in the day and watching them over and over and over because it really is magic. But what I mean is, you know, suffice it to say, I get most of my knowledge about the draft from what I read, not what I see. All right, since I don't know that much about the draft, honestly, because I was just talking to you guys about how I don't really watch college basketball. I know, mea culpa, it's not great, but I got some dudes here who know a little bit more than me about the draft, about who maybe will go number one to the Phoenix Suns. You've got Shikar Das, a good friend of mine from high school, a very successful man in many enterprises, and... Uh, He's my draft expert, my local draft expert. Hey, Shaker. Hey, how we doing, Aliko? Uh, you know, some things haven't changed. Uh, your podcast guests are as broke as you are. And, uh, <laughs> at, le- at least they're a little bit less knowledgeable. You know, I like the way you select people. You always go for the guys who can you know, contribute a little bit, but just don't know quite as much as you and don't speak as well. Uh, I'm blushing. Well, I would be blushing if I were not melanin- uh, melanated so anyway we're talking about the draft and uh you you've been sitting here you know diligently for what seems like hours at your computer just making making sure you you dotted all your i's crossed all your t's so what can you tell me about your favorite consensus top 10 guy so for me uh and i think uh, a lot of the experts out there and i'm not including myself in that group Luka Doncic, uh, and, and this is what I love about Luka. You're getting a six-eight kid. I like tall guys that can play guard. Uh, I see this guy as a point guard in the league, a really nice oversized point guard uh, with amazing upside. You know, he's got vision, hmm. Ricky Rubio-esque kind of vision. You think back, and not just because he's a Euro guy, uh, but uh, really, really skilled player. Complete guy with the upside to be, I think, in the next, you know, 10, 15 years, top five point guard in the league. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's high company. But you know know what? 10 to 15 years down the line, we don't know what's going to happen. You know, Ben Simmons could be, you know, fantastic, but we know what happened to Derrick Rose as well. So we hope the best for Luka Doncic. Tell me about who you think Phoenix should go for. Well, I think the the consensus is here that DeAndre Aiden is going to go number yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, you know, ownership has very strong ties to Arizona. So does DeAndre. Uh, 
got a very high floor, this kid. Leaves a lot to be desired on the defensive side of the ball. Mm. Uh, I don't know how much tape you've watched of this kid. Seems very lazy on the defensive end. And I don't want to throw shots at this guy. He's a lot bigger than me. <laughs> but uh, to be honest, I wouldn't mind banging inside with him. Because he seems a little soft and a Where? little unmotivated around the rim. Interesting. Interesting. Well, you know what? If the Phoenix Suns do end up retaining Tyson Chandler, which, you know, if, if he doesn't retire, you know, we don't know what he's going to do. That would be a good guy to have around Aiton just to make sure that he can toe the line, you know? I mean, he's got an amazing body, which is, I think, one of the things that, you know, I really like to see from a longevity standpoint. Think, you know, a, a Greg Oden type of body, mm. uh, but he's definitely a lot smoother. He's yeah. sweet around the rim. Yeah. Uh, this guy's going to come to the league. He's going to be able to put up a double-double day one. That's for sure. Now, what he matures into, uh, that, that we'll have to see. Yeah, how do you feel about his attitude? You know, right now, uh, he is, he's a young kid. Uh, you know, what are you going to say? At 19 years old? He's yeah. not even 19 and a half. Yeah, that's true. I think ESPN has him at like 19.3. Yeah, they, they started doing decimals this year. Gosh. Uh, it, you'd think they would do like months instead of decimals, like 19 years, one month, 19 years, two months, because that's kind of how time works. But, you know, whatever. Now I want to get to the Warriors, you know, before we have to end this segment, we are going to continue with Shiki on the other side, but uh, I wanted to talk about the dubs because uh, they they have the 28th pick and they're trying to buy into the 30s as well with as much as $5.1 million reportedly, uh, that's from Sports Illustrated, and they're trying to make some moves. Spending $5.1 million on a pick, and I was talking about this in the previous segment, is it, it, it's like so much trust in the brain trust. You know, everybody's coming together and they're saying, all right, we have this much to spend and we want to spend it well and we have faith that we're going to spend it well. And I think that confidence is just something I really love about the Warriors organization. But um, like... There's just so much happening in the in the higher part of the draft that I just have no idea what they would do with that because... Do you see the DeAndre Ayton Twitter thing? Uh, no, I didn't, Tom. This is Tom. Say hi, Tom. Yo, what's up? I'm Tom. What's, what's the DeAndre Ayton Twitter thing? Well, I gotta show you, but... Whoa. <laughs> Apparently it's not helping the uh, accusations that he's dumb. <laughs> Wow. So, wait, I huh? is he, like, a Nazi or something? No, no. They yeah. they brought him out to, like, plug Call of Duty, and oh. he just posted the text that the, like, Call of Duty rep sent him as, his, as, the, as the tweet. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I didn't get that initially. I thought that somebody else tweeted that. No, that, no, yeah, okay. He tweeted, "Oh my God!" All he needs to do is tag Black Ops oh, Four so and Call of Duty partner, and the rest can be in his words. <laughs> okay, so listeners, DeAndre Ayton made a boo boo. It's pretty funny, uh, and we're laughing at him. But we're gonna stop laughing at him right now because uh, we're not, we, you know, because that's not nice. It's just not nice to do it. Support for this podcast comes from State Farm, here with good news and even better news. The good news? 
State Farm has new lower car insurance rates. The even better news? That means you can now get the service and convenience of a local State Farm agent at surprisingly great rates. State Farm can help you save more cash and get the good neighbor service you deserve. Just talk to your local State Farm agent or visit statefarm.com to find out how much you can save on your car insurance. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. Do you know anything, Shiki, about Grayson Allen? Because I think he's really interesting. I think the Warriors need shooting. And uh, he was my pick to go number 28 for the Warriors. So here's my, my thing about Grayson Allen. You look at the Warriors as a squad, and you look at every single guy, no one jumps out at you as a guy that's had this many character issues and this litany of issues, not only character issues externally, but he's Mm -hmm. had issues with coaching, Mm -hmm. he's had issues with referees, he's had issues with his teammates, right? He's had issues on campus. Mm. Uh, Now, I was a troubled young man at his age, uh, not afraid to say that, but this amount of character issues doesn't scream like someone who's going to fit well into the organization that is the Warriors today. Mm. Now, in the Latriel Sprewell era, <laughs> you know, I think he would have fit in perfectly. I think he would have been great. Yeah. This is a, this is a time of Warriors excellence. Uh, the guy that I actually really want to see go at 28, and he may not even be around at 28, uh, which is shocking because he was definitely sitting on the bench to start most games. That was Dante DiVincenzo out of Villanova. Ooh. Young man put up 31 in that national championship game. Had a great combine. He's looking, he's looking like a guy. Word. Uh, you know, plays some great blue collar basketball. Has amazing moves. Yeah. Has amazing moves. Uh, to quote one sportscaster, I'm gonna leave unnamed. I mean, he moves like a brother. He's, he's, he's smooth, baby. He's smooth. Yeah, I've heard uh, Frazier uh, being talked about as another guy the Warriors are looking at. They worked out like nine or ten guys over the course of like the the last few days. So you know they're they're very invested in not only uh, bolstering the shooting and maybe uh, you know just kind of play around the perimeter, but also getting bigger and uh, being able to interchange those guys with the Kavans and the Jordan Bells and um, do it on the cheap, you know? Draft picks are worth $5.1 million because you're not paying a player $5.1 million a year yet. For like three or four years, that player is getting paid less than that. Yeah, no, it's it, it's crazy. Uh, this new CBA, uh, I'm not too worried about these guys. Yeah. Uh, these top five guys, uh, it's incredible. They will be making so much more than yeah. what a league maximum was on their first big contract a few years ago. Yeah, definitely. It's a beautiful thing, you know. If if you know if they deserve it, they deserve it. I was talking about somebody. I was talking about this with somebody earlier today, with Miles actually, um, about. 
like the worth of well, we we both agree that there should not be a salary tax um that salary tax sorry that there should not be a hard cap and that there probably shouldn't be a soft cap there definitely shouldn't be a soft cap i think that some of these guys are worth so much to these teams and they're just not getting what they're worth and then a lot of mid-level guys are getting overpaid I think, oh yeah i think that's what's happening uh, but uh, yeah, these top five guys. The Alan you know, Crabs of the world. Yeah, oh, God, Alan Crab. Well, you know what? He went to Cal. Cal I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna hate on him. Uh, well, I mean, I. Yeah, he got paid. Um, but all right, hit me with your top ten. Top ten uh, for this draft. For this draft. Okay. Well, I, I've got. And this is in not necessarily draft order, but obviously do have Aiden at one. Yeah. Uh, do have Doncic at three. Mm. Uh, and then not in any order. I like Mo Bamba. Mm. Texas. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, Michigan State. Oh, I like Luka that. Luka Doncic is coming out of Real Madrid. Yeah, but man. Is, um, coming out of the Euro Leagues. Coming yeah. out of La Liga. Oh yeah, he can ball, man. I'm telling you, this is he's the most exciting guy coming out. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, I don't know if I mentioned earlier, Arizona. Yes, you um, did. Uh, Marvin uh, Bagley III coming out of Duke. Duke. Blue Devil. Blue Devil. Duke. Um, got those guys. Nobody liked those guys. Uh, one of the other guys I got is I got Michael Porter Jr. Uh, coming out of Mizzou. Coming off the injury. What has a lot of people worried is obviously the injury thing. I think back, or I try to get people to think back to, look at a guy like Blake Griffin. Yeah. Now, he didn't get injured pre-draft. He got injured uh, after. after. But Blake's fine. Yeah. Blake's fine. Now, yeah. there's, I know there's so many other counterexamples, but don't yes. discount this kind of talent. Yeah. Don't discount this. He was, the, he was the best guy coming in, right? Without the injury, he's number one, consensus. Mm. Um, and, and to be honest, seems to be, and from what I've, I've seen him read and I've watched stuff with, with his family. Seems to be culturally kind of what fits A into the Warriors culture would be what f- fits into an NBA locker room. Mm. He seems like he's gonna he's gonna be a good locker room guy. Um, another guy I've got I've got going uh, and he, I may have him a little bit uh, higher than some other people, but another Spartan, Miles Bridges. Bridges. Miles Bridges. Oh yeah. Uh, guy who can just score, man. He can score all day long. Uh, he can play inside. He can play outside. You can put him at two through four, uh, and he's young. Uh, he, he's a really, really interesting player. Word. Uh, I don't know. How many more do I have left? Hey, man. No, no we're good. You got any shout-outs that uh, you want to make before we go? Yeah, I want to uh, give a shout-out uh, to my brother, Riley Welsh, heading out. Uh, to Korea on Sunday uh, to watch one of his best friends' teams tour around Korea. Uh, baseball player, uh, retired, uh, angel investor, uh, real estate entrepreneur, but dear friend, uh, someone who I met watching sports and who I talk to about sports uh, as often as I can. Uh, a dear friend of mine was talking to him today, and uh, this uh, the pod reminded me of him, son of... A's uh, Cy Young Award winner in 1990, uh, Bobby Walsh. So, hey, how about that? That's real cool, and that's relevant to the show. Thank you very much for that, man. That's awesome. I have no shout-outs, obviously. I'll just uh, shout-out the Dubs Brain Trust for doing awesome things yet again. 
and clink to that, sir. Clink. Um, and uh, also, I don't know. I kind of I have a vested interest just from having lived in New York for the Nets to, you know, do something. I lived in Brooklyn. I, you know, a stone's throw from the Barclays Center, and, and it would be nice to have a good Nets team, you know. Uh, I know nobody here cares about the Nets, but I do a little bit. So anyway, stay thoughtful, Hoops Heads. Hey, Bay Area sports fans, this is Ben Kaspic, host of the Locked On Giants podcast, which should be the next Locked On podcast you fire up in your feed. The MLB offseason is closing in, and I'll have you covered every day, breaking down the rumors, speculation, and transactions that'll shape next year's Giants team. Subscribe to Locked On Giants right now on your favorite podcast provider. This is Josh Lloyd, the host of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast, the number one fantasy basketball podcast in the world. If you're looking for information regarding fantasy basketball, recaps of the NBA, this is the show for you. We are heading into the offseason and starting to get ready for the 2020-2021 fantasy season. We'll have all the information on what happens through the rest of the playoffs, free agency, the NBA draft, and then heading into a big 2021 season. So make sure you're checking out the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast.